0: Yo yo yo! What up? Welcome back to another episode of football without hesitation. I am Oz. Uh, I've been again for anyone that hasn't listened yet. I, I the San Jose Earthquakes podcast. I've been following the San Jose Earthquakes now for for dude. I was actually looking at I, I got my season tickets 2013. So I got my this is my sixth season, fifth season. I don't know how the fuck the math works. So I got my season tickets 2013. I actually started writing about the San Jose earthquakes in 2013 as well. I, My very, very first article was called 2013 Soccer in America. And uh, I came across it on my Google Drive recently. And I was just like, holy shit, I've been writing since 2013. I've been following this team and, and talking about this team. Um, and apparently I have. Apparently I have. And uh, they're finally good. They're finally good. They did make it to the playoffs once since 2013. So, I mean, I guess there's that. But damn. Damn, it's been rough times. It's been rough times. It's fucking cool. All of a sudden, the Santa Rosa Press Democrat is writing about the San Jose Earthquakes. You know the quakes are good when the San Jose Press Democrat. San Jose. Santa Rosa Press Democrat is coming in the mix and saying, hey, this team's got some shit. But anyway, this is football without hesitation. Again, I am Oz. If this is your first time listening, you can follow you can follow along to this podcast anywhere podcasts are are downloaded wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. your Your favorite soccer podcast is there. Your favorite soccer podcast is football without hesitation because we do talk about the San Jose Earthquakes and Major League Soccer every single week. Every week, man. Well, every week that fuck that. Every week that is not going on as well. Off season, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there, uh, and again, l- like I said earlier, or like I said when I started this, I, I am uh, again, Oz. You can you can follow me. You can follow the podcast at FWH Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter as well. on On Twitter, if you're following me on Twitter, follow me at CTR Line That's at CTR Line Soccer. I'm also the content editor at Centerline Soccer, the SB Nation blog about the San Jose earthquakes. So you can you can read all my stuff there. Every, every week I'm putting stuff up. I just put up the Colorado Rapids breakdown. Hey man. Timmy Howard, Timmy Howard when he debuted in MLS Half of the Quakes roster was less than three years old. Who's got that fucking knowledge, huh? Who's got the stats? Who's got that? Ah, as I soccer does. That's <laughs> where, where you get that heavy hitter. That's where you get that deep knowledge, baby. Who, who's who's going through the media guy to fight figuring that shit out? My bored ass is. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is the San Jose Earthquakes podcast, so, so let's talk about the Quakes. Right now, uh, last week, did uh, they were they were coming up against Columbus Crew? Columbus Crew, man, Columbus Crew is le- I don't know about legit. <coughs> I don't know about legit, but they're definitely better. Huh? They're definitely better than they've been. They made the most moves out of anybody in MLS, and and they're they're paying off. Uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. Right, right now, let, let's let's update some people. If you haven't been following the quakes, you wonder wondering where there are. Uh, right now, the San Jose Earthquakes sit in third, <laughs> fucking third place in the Western Conference. Once again, for anybody not familiar, the top four teams in the West or in, you know, the top four teams in the playoffs. Top seven make it. Okay. Let's. Top seven teams make it. Top four teams get a home get get a home playoff match. You know, so again, you definitely want to be in the top seven because that gets you in the playoffs. But if you're in the top four, you get a home playoff match. Which, if you look at the statistics, obviously home home playoff matches are always better. Four home teams but in MLS it matters that much more it really does matter a lot and right now the San Jose Earthquakes are sitting in, in third place so if the playoffs were to start today they would they would have a home playoff uh, game but second third fourth place all at 38 points the only, all at 11 wins all at 7 losses all at 5 fucking ties dude So second, third, and fourth place in the West. The only thing separating them right now is the second tiebreaker, which is goal differential. So right now, Minnesota United sits second place in the West with a goal differential of plus nine, three ahead of the San Jose Earthquakes who have a goal differential of plus six. And then you got Seattle Sounders right there, right below them with a goal differential of plus four. So all these teams are again; they're all battling for that. You're not battling for first place, okay? LAFC still leads the supporter shield the 52 points. There, it's it's not even close. Philadelphia Union is the next closest at 42 points, ten points less. It's three wins and a draw less with 11 games left. No. LAFC is running away with the supporter shield at 52 points. So, again, the second, third, and fourth positions really do that. You want that home game. You want that home game again for those. This season, the playoffs are shorter. You used to be home and away, home and away. Fucking playoffs started in October. They ended in fucking December. At this point, they started in October. They end. At the end of October, so it's going to be quick. It's going to be interesting. You want that? You want that that first round um, home game? You would like to buy, but LAFC is getting that buy. You're not going to get that. You know, second, third, or fourth place. That's what that's what you're looking for. Second, third, or fourth place. Get that home game. See what you can do with it. Right now, dude, they need three goals. That they they need to beat, they need to go into Colorado. The Quakes need to go into Colorado and beat the Rapids three goals to nothing, six goals to three, like they just beat Montreal or something. But it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. But last week, oh, how about this? Damn, last week, Columbus Crew comes in, one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference based on points and they get a draw. They come into San Jose and they get a draw which is respectable especially this season, especially after April where how the quakes have been going. It's pretty amazing. Um but it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen. It didn't look like the quake system broke down. I did. honestly to me if if again, being fully honest, from from watching this this team all these years and especially this year they look tired they look tired which which w- would be concerning except that they they scored they scored to get a draw at home and then you're like oh fuck they they're getting tired up front the 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 offense is getting tired well dude you have fucking Andres Rios and Carlos Fierro just ain't played one minute yet. And, and I know both of those guys, they're not coming in here as some fucking major players that are, that are look like they're, they're going to come in and score a dozen goals, but these are very respectable players who are, 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 and they're offensive minded. And again, no disrespect to MLS and no disrespect to, to this league or, or the players, but MLS defenses defenses aren't are aren't enough to snuff sometimes when when it comes to really talented players, and yeah, so so that's where I was just like, shit, man, you looking out here, looking Lima, looking like he's tired, or you know, all these players looking like 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 this todos corren todos juegan is getting to them, but. But the defense was there. The shots were there. The the play was there. It was just the bounces didn't go in. It just happens. It's just soccer. You know, it just happens sometimes. So it's just like, shit. This this is this this how this team looks tired. I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to out here and say, oh, fuck, y'all better be y'all better be careful. Y'all better watch out for this team. They don't even get tired. And when they do get tired, there's four other people that want to come in. Nah. Yeah, it's it's not quite there yet, but but yeah, I I, I again last week against Columbus, the the Quakes drew one to one, and it didn't it didn't feel like it didn't feel like oh here we go like oh they figured it out oh we're slowing down or no get the fuck out of here. you're not gonna go undefeated at home. You're not gonna just dominate everything, and dude, this is it's Columbus Crew team. Yeah, you you look at their position in the Eastern Conference. You you look at their standings. You're like, what the fuck? That this is this was a fluke. The Quakes should have won that game, and yeah, they should have. But dude, Columbus. If you really look into it, if you look, you know, you read between the lines, kind of deal. Columbus made a bunch of fucking moves. Columbus is managed by Caleb Porter. Columbus ain't no fucking chump. They're 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 a good team in a transitional year, and they went through that whole Austin maybe moving and all that. She was crazy. She was crazy. But this is that's a this is a MLS original squad. This is they've been there for a while. The first team to have their own specific soccer specific stadium. This is a fucking old team when it comes to this league. You know the, the the say no the say no team is gonna roll over and fucking die and just let you walk all over them, and they they just retooled themselves. Really, the, uh, this was not as much as the Quakes as a, a concerning game for the Quakes, but as a really statement game by the crew that, that you. They it might not be this season, but they're they're not going nowhere. They're not going. They're, they're, one, they're one of the originals and they retooled themselves. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that that that's a fucking it's a good team. Dude, fucking Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz Luis Diaz is another one of those those dudes, you know. Another again, like uh Lodero, Krishna Espinoza type people. These these are these are players that maybe in in their home country in in their home league they're they're known or they're pretty popular but it's not these world fucking changing players but you don't need that in MLS dude. you don't need to go out there and get you yourself the next messi the fuck out of here let let the europeans go after that shit That's cool. You don't need that to win. You don't need that to to put fucking asses in seats. You need a player that's going to come in and make a difference and change your squad and make it compete. And, um, I mean, you can't just credit Luis Diaz. I mean, they... I mean, crew had a bunch of people, they had a bunch of injuries, but but Luis Diaz is one of those that just came in and made that difference. And and guess what I'm just trying to say. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still dealing with that sickness, man. A week and a half. After your 30s, fuck. Every sickness is at least a week. Anything you want is a week. So um so yeah, so so this crew team came in pretty fucking better than they better than they were. Better than they were, so so this game was really, really more of of a statement game for the crew, saying, "Hey, we, we we're changing. We plan on competing. Maybe not this season. Maybe it's a bit too late. Maybe it's not. The East isn't that strong." Um, but good game, good game, good game, good game, except except Christian Espinoza. You know, getting injured. Fuck, dude. Fuck. It gets later in the season. The Quakes they did deal with a little bit of injuries earlier in the season, and then they worked through it. It was that long, long stretch. You know, with international call ups, and, and everything was crazy. And, and the Quakes worked through it. Um, but the one one thing that did kept going, working through it, that. Got hurt this weekend is Christian Espinoza. Um, I I don't I don't think you know based on what I've seen after April, you can't say oh because Espinoza's hurt now everything's gonna go derail and slow down. But if Espinoza can't go, dude, it, it look at the stats. Look at the stats. I'm telling you, Christian Espinoza has been an N, MVP candidate at least. I know it's all about right now in MLS. It's all about name recognition. It's all all about somebody that who you know. And again, if you're a Slatan and granted, Slatan's putting up the numbers, but if you got a name, you coming in, you automatically get some votes. But dude, what what Christian Espinoza has done? Look at look at his dribbles. Look at his assists. Look at what again what he's meant to this team he's obviously obviously an MVP candidate if again most valuable player means most again a player that is so good that if you remove him your team is different or worse and shit I mean I guess we'll see (laughs) I guess we'll see this Saturday so again Christian Espinoza I don't know who it was for the recruiting. It's not even trying to blame him. I It, it was a, a shitty foul. I don't think it was dirty or intentional, but as Espinosa has gotten, okay, he, he's his name might not be known amongst the media and amongst common people, but all the fucking players in MLS know who the fuck he is and they know exactly where he plays and know what he's capable of. And, and week after week after week, the the tackles have gotten harder and harder, and, and that's expected, and that's expected. But as you know, referees are out there to manage this, to manage the game, make sure no nobody is playing in a manner that might get somebody hurt. But it happened this last week. It's happened last week. Christian, Christian Espinoza got injured. Nasty. That was a nas- nasty, nasty stomp on his ankle and it twisted hard um he, he tried to go he tried to go for shit maybe two minutes at most but he didn't run more than 30 yards after he stood up he didn't even pass he didn't pass the, the halfway line before he just went down and i i don't know you know it's one of those where at best you hope it's, it's some kind of sprain but even even a sprain is you're looking at three weeks um, even at, even at his age, but shit, there's so many ligaments, there's so many m- bones, all that shit down there in the foot. It, it, it's concerning, and obviously this is MLS, so you're not gonna hear shit about it. If you're lucky, it's like hockey lower body injury. So um, I don't know, I don't know that 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 that'll be a tricky one, that'll be a tricky one, and what it's gonna be tricky is. Coming up again, this Saturday, August 10th, Colorado Rapids. Quake played them a couple weeks ago. Kind of dominated at Avaya as they should against a team. Another team, the Who is struggling. They are right. Colorado is in last place in the Western Conference. Uh, giving up... third. 48, they've given up 48 goals, they've given up 48 goals, but they scored 39, they scored 39, which if you've read, you read my article, that's tied for third, well, tied for third in the West, so the, this fucking team score, they can score, but they also give a lot of goals, they give up a lot of fucking goals and the Quakes, one of the one of their strengths, other you know, there has been the defense since April. I think they gave up 14 goals in the first four matches or something like that. And since then, psh, they've changed it around. Florian Youngworth, Florian Youngworth, all of a sudden is a goddamn, I don't know, I'm not going to say world-class, but MLS-class defender. One of the best defenders in MLS. And he's stepping up. We got Grom. We got fucking Koumins, baby. Held Gooming's fucking in the house. Yeah, but put put Lima, put Tommy Thompson back there. Obviously, put Tommy Thompson on defense. Well, I mean, that's kind of light defense. I don't know, but but anyway, he's he's Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's Tom fearless. Tommy's fucking fearless. Um, so so anyway, yeah, Colorado could put up goals, but they give up a lot of goals. But the Quakes defense. Is up to the task, man. That's it's up to the task, and there's not not too many. They're they're pretty fully healthy, pretty fully healthy. Um, but Colorado again, Colorado. The, they they put up six against Montreal. They put up six. Kai Kamara hat trick, first hat trick of his career dude has 125 fucking goals or something as their first hat trick of his career god damn kai kai is just that's a that's a machine that's a goal scoring machine but then you had again jack price three assists diego rubio another uh, you know scored a goal that dude if if they get going if they get going it, it it's a shootout. And, but see, that damn, I don't wanna to get too optimistic and I don't wanna be all fucking confident all of a sudden. But if you get into a shootout with the Quakes, unless you're, and you're Galaxy, unless you're LAFC, you know, or or maybe Atlanta shit, do Atlanta, respect, I, I think they're up to second place. Let me see. Atlanta, yeah, they're up to second place in the East. Dude, 41 goals for, yeah, dude, that's another team. Unless you're LAFC or Atlanta, dude, if you get into a shootout, I'm taking the Quakes. I'm taking the Quakes because they, the, they got that good de- defense. And fuck, dude, Again, whoa shit. I'm taking the Quakes. What if you take out Espinosa? If you take out Espinosa, I don't give a fuck, dude. You got Carlos Fierro, you got Andres it, it It might... <laughs> The league might have fucked itself. You, you give Espinoza three or four weeks, fix that ankle, chill out. This team's going to the playoffs anyway. Come back fully refreshed. I don't know. Uh-oh, MLS, you may have fucked yourself. You may have fucked yourself. Um, And, and the Quakes could win in Colorado. The Quakes have won in Colorado 13 times. Exact amount of times as Colorado has won at home. So the 50-50, I mean, there's ties involved, but the amount of wins, same, same, same. And also Colorado, dude, this is the one. Colorado has given up three goals or more six times at home this season. Okay, three goals or more six times this season. So you get the Quakes up there, 5,200 feet, Air is a little light. They can, they can score some goals. They can score some goals. All right. Yeah, and I'm confident they can. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The, the question mark is Espinoza. And and if he doesn't play, that there's a, it's an added question mark of of how does this team react? Espinoza, like I said, per, this is a personal opinion. I, I believe he's been the MVP this season. He's been the MVP of this team. How how do how would this team react without him for a couple of weeks? I don't know. I hope they don't have to deal with that shit. <laughs> I hope they don't have to fucking figure that out. But I um, we'll see. But see, I guess this is uh, Matias Almeida's way. Is next man up, dude? Todos corren, todos juegan. Next man up, dude. Next man up. Whoever can do it. Um, let's get into a final final little bit of news. Kind of sad. Look. You gotta get somber. Uh, it was announced today that anybody Ani- godoy has been traded to Nashville FC for six hundred fifty thousand. Ooh, six hundred fifty thousand dollars of general allocation money. Um, for those unfamiliar, what the, what the hell that means? Okay, general. Uh, so there's a salary cap. You know, you could only play you could only pay a player a certain amount and just for the sake of this um what do you call it just cuz we're showing this all right so let's say you you can you can only pay a player 1 million dollars a season but this player says well i want one and a half million dollars a season to play on your team. So you you can, as as a team, you say, okay, I'm going to take this other pool of money that I have and pay you that one and a half million dollars, but half of $500,000 of that is coming from this other pool called general allocation money. And because I'm pulling it from this general allocation money, it does not count against the MLS salary cap. So if the league says I can only pay you $1 million, technically I'm still only paying you $1 million according to the league because half a million more... So the 0.5 of the 1.5 million is coming from this pool of money called general allocation money. So teams can trade this. They, they get this. If you don't make the playoffs, the league gives you some. I think every year you get like $150,000. And basically it helps teams that didn't do so well build their roster so they can get stronger for the next season. So you can buy players that are worth more money, but the, they count less against the salary cap. It, it, MLS is very complicated, you know? So you have like, again, this is just a number I'm making up, but let's say you have $5 million to divide up into 30 players. How the fuck do you do that, you know? how do you do that when there's some players that that say hey I want to make 5 million dollars a season well mls has created a bunch of creative stuff to do that and one of them is this thing called gam general allocation money and the san josé earthquakes have traded Anibal Godoy for 650000 of this general allocation money, which is a significant amount. I, I know people... Uh, that are used to American sports, you're seeing hundreds of millions of dollars of of players being traded back and forth. Uh, this is MLS, this is American soccer. It's a little bit different, but six hundred fifty thousand of general allocation money is a very significant amount. I mean, it's a good amount. It, it's a good amount for a player like Anibal Godoy, who he's he he's ninety. He started ninety nine games for San Jose Earthquakes. He's been a good part of them since two thousand fifteen. He's a great player. He's a great player. Again, I, I don't know what the motivation was, you know, whether the injury or the age or he just you know doesn't fit into whatever the system might be. I don't know. But it, it, it looks like a good move. Oh, oh, and I say this because he stays on for the rest of the season. So he has been injured. It, it was six weeks. He's been injured for six weeks as of today, I believe. This is August 7th. This is the sixth week since that announcement has been made. I don't know what that means. You know, there's still a a recovery process, and he still has to get up to speed. Maybe, maybe he's available in the playoffs. I, I don't know. But he is at least going to be with the San Jose Earthquakes until January of 2020. So we'll see how that goes. It's going to be real sad to see him go. I I, I loved his time here. I loved how he played. Sometimes he, he was a, one of those streaky players, but he was good. And he was he was one of ours and he did good. He did he did good in the black and blue. He made a proud. And anyway, but yo, so thanks for listening. Saturday, August 10th, Colorado Rapids. Last place in the Western Conference, yeah, it's an away game. Yeah, the Quakes aren't, haven't been good away, but they should win this. They should win this. Colorado, great. Kai Gamara, one of, one of the best goal scorers in history. Again, Jack Price, Diego Rubio, you got some You got some good players, uh, but I, I think the Quakes defense could handle this with young Verth. Uh, Graham Cassia and Harold Cummins. I, I think they, I think they got this. They they should at, at least get a point. Hopefully three out of that. We'll see what happens. We'll see next week. Hopefully next week I come in here all all dancing and shit and happy. We'll see. I don't know. We'll but we'll catch on next week. Go Quakes. See y'all. Peace.